Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. It's time for the word of God. I said it's time for the word of God. And I believe that our anointed servant of God is here in the house with us. Our pastor is here to minister God's word unto us with a standing ovation. Lift your hands, clap your hands, stand to your feet, and let's welcome our pastor, Bishop Ni Ajedu Ama. As we gather in this place today, Holy Spirit. taught us to pray he said our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name just for a few minutes you want to just lift your voice and lift your hands and just thank God that you are alive today thank God that you can breathe today just thank God many of us we wake up and we shoot into the day we think it's just automatic but there is somebody who has given you life there is somebody who has given you strength there is somebody who has given you the day you want to say thank you Lord thank you Lord I appreciate you Lord whatever I am today Lord is because of you just thank God show thanks to God show appreciation that you are grateful that you are alive you are grateful you are in church you are grateful that you are not drunken somewhere you are grateful that you are not in an evil place. Just thank God somebody. Thank God. He said, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank God. Open your mouth and just thank God. Just thank God somebody. Hallowed be Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name, Lord of Majesty, divine authority, divine authority. Oh, hallowed be, hallowed be your name, Lord. Lift your hands, lift your voice, and hallowed be, hallowed be.
Let your hands. We lift your name. We lift your name in all. 
Thank you, Jesus. Be a kingdom, be established in our Thank you, Jesus. As your people declare your mighty word. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who lives forever. I want the congregation to stretch out your hands towards these fathers here. Today is Father's Day. Lord bless the fathers in the house. Bless the fathers in the house. In the name of Jesus. Some of us are good fathers. Some of us are bad fathers. I thank God we are all fathers. I want to pray the spirit of the Father to be upon all of you. May the spirit of the Father be upon all of you. In the name of Jesus. May God give you the heart of a father. May God give you the heart of a father. May God give you the heart of a father. In the name of Jesus. Touch every life, oh God. The life of every father in the name of Jesus. Touch the life of every father in the name of Jesus. Touch the life of every father in the name of Jesus. Give us the wisdom, oh God. The wisdom to be fathers. In Jesus' name. The wisdom to be fathers of God, the ability to be fathers of God. Some of us have very, very difficult children, but we pray, oh God, for the heart of a father. Let the heart of the father settle in you right now. Let the heart of the father settle in you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the fathers. Lift them before thee, O oh God. We pray that you will bless them. Give them the strength, O oh God, to be fathers. The strength to be leaders in their homes. The strength to be decision makers in their homes. The strength, O oh God, to lead their home, O oh God, to victory. To lead their home, O oh God, to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let them lead their families. Let them lead their families in the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I come against evil that comes against fathers. I come against evil spirits that comes against fathers to destroy their lives. I pray that you preserve them in the name of Jesus. I find every work of Satan against fathers and I pray, oh God, that your spirit will influence them in the name of Jesus. Give them your Holy Spirit, the spirit of God with which you father us. I pray that that same spirit will be upon them that same spirit will operate in their lives. That same spirit will protect them. That same spirit will carry them forward. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you. We thank you. In the first service, I pray for people who are wishing to be fathers but are not yet fathers. You've been married. You're looking forward to be a father. It has been a challenge. I want you to come. I'm not talking about you are not married and you are trying to do whatever. You are married, but you don't have, you want to be a, you are 
You are desiring to be a father, but you are not a father yet. Come forward. Any search, come. Come. Come to this show. Come. They should come in front of me. They should come in front of me. In the name of Jesus. Lama Santa Cabera Macataya. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Lama Santa Cabo. Oh, yes, Lord. Libando Karima Sakataya. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want some pastors. Reverend uh, Pastor John, take this one. Reverend Samini. Reverend Harold. Reverend Eddie. Stand behind them. Bishop Ima. Manda Kabu. Father, we thank you. Where's Pastor Rejani? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. We impact on top of these ones. The ability to be fathers. The ability to be fathers. By your spirit, oh God. We thank you for the medical signs. And we thank you for what they have said. But Lord, today, we will believe in your reports. We will believe in your words. For the things that are impossible. With you, all things are possible. In the name of Jesus, give them the abilities. Give them what it takes. Lord, to be fathers. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Receive the ability now. Receive the ability now. Receive the ability now. Whatever it takes. Lord, we know that you have given wisdom to medical science. And they have said many things. But we thank you for your way. We thank you for your way. We thank you for your way. That if you could make a virgin to be pregnant, if you could make a very old lady to be pregnant, then it's possible that you can overcome every medical condition, every medical reason. In the name of Jesus, we superimpose your blessing, your spirits, the creative spirits upon these ones. And we declare that do for them, O God, what only you can do for them. Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. There is somebody in front here. It's very funny what I heard in my spirit. Very funny. It's like you have stopped making love to your wife. Because you have said that, look, you are tired of this thing. You cannot be tired. Lift your hands. You cannot be tired. Lift your hands. You cannot be tired. You cannot be tired. Abraham was married for many years. Yet when the angel of God announced to him that I was going to give him a child, Abraham, the man of faith, believed God. Even serious doubting could not prevent Abraham's right. faith in God. That's right. That's right. I don't know who you are, but I'm declaring to you right now, in the name of Jesus, I command 
a renewed desire. A renewed desire. I say I command a renewed desire. Renewed desire. I cannot say what I am seeing now. But even as I'm praying, something is happening to you. And you can feel it. I can't say what is happening to you. But something is happening to you. I say something is happening to you. The desire that you have lost. Yes, something is happening to you right now. Something is happening to you right now. Something is happening to you right now. Desire is returning. I said, desire is returning. Yes. I said, desire is returning. Yes. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. Because desire comes from you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Put desire, O oh God, yes. in these ones. Yes. Now, the thing that they are tired of doing, yes. let desire come. Yes. Let desire arise. Yes. Oh, my God. Michael, let desire arise. Yes. And let them do it one more time. Yes. Not one more time, but several more times. Yes. In the name of Jesus. I also hear the word joy. Joy. Because in the past, the doing doesn't bring you joy because it doesn't bring forth fruits. Joy is also coming. I say joy is also coming. I say joy is also coming. God is an interesting God. Joy is also coming. So he has given you desire and he has given you the spirit of joy to enjoy what the desire leads you to do. Father, we thank you. Bless every father in the house and every potential father in the house. In the name of Jesus, let everybody say amen. Amen. You may go back to your seats. Oh, yes. This place. It's moving in this place. Lift up your hands towards this young man. The Spirit of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Yes. Do for him what only you can do. Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Speak to us and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Some of you like sitting down too early. You have to watch our mommy. She waits and she sits down. But some of you, even before they say amen, you are sat down. What is wrong with you? Ask your neighbor, what is wrong with you? Hallelujah. Amen. But in a brief time left, I want to talk about you know, we've been talking about faith. Is that the case? And today we're going to talk about how to develop your faith. But because of the specialness of the day, it's a Father's Day. Hallelujah. So I want to talk about types of fathers. You know, there are many blessings that come as a result of relating with somebody as a father. Amen. 
Are you with me? There are many, many, many what? Blessings that come as a result of relating with somebody as a father. In fact, in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 9, the Bible says that, and call no man your father upon the earth. Hmm? Call no man what? Your father upon the earth. For one is your father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. For anyone to be a successful father, the father which is in heaven himself, through his Holy Spirit, causes the person to become a father. No individual is adequate enough, but it's through the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. It's through what? The Spirit of God. It's the one who makes, because he's the one, only one who is a father on this earth. So it's he who makes you a father. When I was in missions in Nigeria, one day I went to wait on the Lord. Because I was not happy, happy in the mission house. <laughs> I mean, throughout my life, I've never lived with people. I only lived with my, my, like my wife and my children or when I was growing up, my father and us. So for the first time, I was living with others. Others. And some of them were buried some way. Can come to my wife's kitchen and take my wife's bread knife. So I have to use table knife to cut the bread. One day, I was eating kelewele. Kelewele is fried plantain. Plantain cut into finger sizes. Spiced and fried in oil. It's called kelewele. It's an international meal. So one day I was eating kelewele, which looks very, very sumptuous. And one of the mission, missionaries saw the kelewele. I don't know how. Maybe he, he perceived the aroma. And he called my house help and sent my house help to go to town to buy in plantain to come and do kelewele. So it's like, I, did it, I couldn't stand it. Like I have my house help that I brought from Ghana to Nigeria. And you, small boy, you are sending my house help. So I was going through difficulty. So at the point, I was even considering whether we should leave the mission house and rent the place. Seriously. So I went to wait upon the Lord. And I slotted in my message to want to listen to for the season. I think I, I tape, I forgot him. But as I put the thing on, within the first minute of my three days waiting, Bishop came on the screen. Then he gave a topic, fatherliness. I said, wow. <laughs> so within the first minute, the Lord has answered my question. <laughs> that what you need is what? Fatherliness. You need fatherliness in order to accommodate all these people and accommodate all their ways. And the Lord led me to study First Corinthians 13 and many other things. And by the grace of God, I became better. Not completely, but better. And I'm still improving. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So to become a father, it takes God himself. Amen. It takes God. And I thank God that he has put that spirit in our father, Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills. And he's fathering us. Amen. 
He's fathering us very, very powerfully. Is that not the case? Is that not the case? So you could say, this is somebody who is being led by the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. To really father us. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, Paul said something. And I just see it very much in, in, in the life of our father. He says, for though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ. So the instructors are not, just, are not in the world, but they are in Christ. Yet have ye not many fathers. It means that the fathers are not a lot. There may be 10,000 instructors, but you can't have many fathers like that. It is God who places in the heart of somebody to, number one, exhibit love towards people who are not, you know, biologically related, to exhibit care and to give direction. That is one sure mark of a father. A father exhibits love, exhibits care, he cares for you, and brings direction into your life. Amen. So you could see in the story of the prodigal son, as the guy has become some way and he has gone, his father was always waiting and loving and, and waiting that expecting that one day the son will come back. So you could see he was exhibiting what love. And when he came back, he didn't begin to blast him. I said, This my son was lost. It's found. This my son was dead. It's alive. Hallelujah. And then he directed that he should be roped. Amen. Amen. And so it's my prayer that even as we are receiving, we have become the recipients of love, care, and direction from our father and our prophet, we will also exhibit the same to others. Amen. 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 I say we'll do what? Exhibit the same to others. When you are going on visitation, visit somebody, not because they are going to mark you that you went on visitation. But because you love to do it. Because you care for people. And because you want to bring direction into people's lives. That is what should motivate us. And that is what should move us. Are you understand what I'm saying? Are you understanding so far? Eh? So can I preach or I can stop here? Hallelujah. Let me just, you see, and there are great rewards in acknowledging, recognizing, and honoring fathers. And that is why it's very important for me to tell you what I'm telling you. But there may be a father in your life that you may not recognize as your father, thereby losing out on the blessings and re the rewards that you can get from the person. Amen? Amen? By the grace of God, I had a good father, a biological father. I was telling you last week, how I was trying to be labados somebody. I was going to visit the person. And my biological father was also going for family meeting in Adenpo. And I was going to Laboni to follow up on a proposal I have made to a lady. And my father wanted to enhance my proposal. So my father gave me his car. Peugeot 504. And he took public transport. You know, he loved me. He was caring for me. It was giving me direction. Hallelujah. I will never forget that thing my father did for me. He said, I mean, he was going out. But when he saw that, I was also going out. And I don't know how he knew I was going to Laboni. I don't even know how he knew I was following somebody in Laboni. 
Fathers, they know things. I say, fathers know things. Amen? That I have warm perfume, eh? And my father knows when I wear this perfume, he knows where I'm going. So a good father, he gave me his car. You know? And he just took public transport. One day he told me, now look, don't worry about your education. If it comes to the West, I'll sell everything I have and make sure you're educated. You know? And many of us have received such care and love from fathers. And now it's about time that we also exhibit the same to others. And thank God he has brought you into a church where we teach about these things and we practice these things. Amen? Caring about others. It's not only your two or three children who are important. There are many people, children in this church, whose lives are almost like useless. Somebody has finished J, 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 what do you call that thing? JHS since 2013. And he said he has finished school. And the person is under your care. And you see the person every day. You do nothing about it. He has been under your care for the past three years. Now, you are doing something bad. May you have the spirit of a father from today. I said, may you have the spirit of a father from today. Look, somebody who you will care for may turn out better than your own biological children. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. Amen. Now, the first type of father or the first father is your heavenly father. Your what? Heavenly father. And your heavenly father is the only one who can make anybody else a father. In Luke 11, 2, he said, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Amen? Amen. And when you look at the close look at the story of the prodigal son, you will see the, how the, um, the, the, the father exhibited love towards the son. And that story, Jesus told, for us to see the father's love for us. Amen. To see the Father's love for us. Heavenly Father. Many, there are times when people fall into sin. They don't come to church. Because they think God is waiting for them. At the trotter station to flood them. <laughs> God is waiting to punish them. He's a loving God. I'm not saying you should go on sinning. So that grace will abound. No. No, not at all. But he's a loving God. You can always return to him. So in the story of the prodigal son, this guy who has squandered all his father's wealth, half of his father's wealth, half, because the man was a very, very rich man. He had servants, etc., etc. But he had these two sons. And the guy blew just half of the father's inheritance. Think about yourself, your inheritance. I know you don't have too much, but by the grace of God, you are going to have a lot. Eh? Think about your inheritance that you have. And then your son, <laughs> your son blows your inheritance away. I mean, you just think about it. I don't know what you have yet. Maybe you have a house. It says part of the house is for me. So your father made you do a renovation and split the house into two. And he sold his part. So look at the inconvenience of living in that compound with a, uh, somebody who is owning part of your house. Took half of the father's inheritance, went into a far country. He said to his father, 
I don't need you. I don't want you around me. I don't want your influence. So he went very, very far. Think about the things you have. Maybe you have two houses. Your, your son has taken one. Think about it. <laughs> but yet, this man's love waited for the father. So number one father is there. Our heavenly father. Clap for our heavenly father. Number two, your father in Christ. Now, the person who brought you to Christ, brought you to the Lord, eh, he's your father in Christ. Amen. Amen. Somebody witnessed you, you gave your life, it's your father in Christ. Even the person even brought you to church, convinced you come and you came. You know, you gave your life to Christ. The one who led you to Christ is what? Your father in Christ. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 90, look at what Paul said. My little children, of whom I travel in birth again. So there have been a birth already. Amen? And he traveled in birth in the first birth. Are you understanding? He traveled in the first birth for you to come to Christ. He's your what? Father in Christ. Amen? Now he said, until Christ be formed in you. He traveled in birth. And God wants us as fathers to travel in birth and to give birth to people. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So the one who brings you to Christ is your father in Christ. One day, we, I think it was during homecoming, one such homecoming, I went to Papaya with some um, church people from Zimbabwe. By the grace of God, through the work that Lord led us to do there, they were birthed in Christ. Now, I was in Papaya, as we entered with these Zimbabweans, then I saw a senior from Accra Academy, a senior who birthed me in Christ. Yes. As soon as I saw him, and I introduced him to the people, I began to shed tears. I felt so something. At this person, he bet me at Christ. He, he led me to Christ. And just like Paul was saying here, they, they didn't just leave us. At times, we, we, you know, when a newborn babes, they, they dodge. At times, we'll hide from them. We'll not go for scripture, you know, meeting. They'll come and chase us, look for us. You know, they did everything for us to be what? Established in the Lord. Right. And I was so touched when I saw him, especially at that particular moment. When I was working with people who were calling me daddy because I helped them by the grace of God to be birthed in Christ. And I saw the one who birthed me in Christ. Hallelujah. It was such a momentous, momentous what? Occasion. I'm going to say momentous moment. That was two weeks. Hallelujah. The next is your spiritual father. You see, I'm sharing this with you because maybe the one who birthed you in Christ Maybe today he's not even in Christ. Yes, maybe he's not even in Christ today. But he's still your father in Christ. And you owe him something. If not natural, to be praying for him. For him to be restored. Yes. To be praying for him, for, me, for him to be restored. Not to refer to him as an expired father. Or a backslidden 
scripture you know leader. No, no. He birthed you in Christ. But for him, you may not have met Christ. But you know, when we went, when we, we went to secondary school, it's not like this day. When we went to secondary school, we were children. 12, 11, 12, 13. And the seniors were six years older. Some had beard. Some of them had grown and some of their tooth has come off. And some of them were very wicked. I'm telling you, very, very wicked. Very wicked. As if they were sent directly by Satan to come after you. So in those days when somebody takes you, he wants to care for you, and takes you to scripture union, you give your life to Christ and it's falling upon you, it's not a small thing. I'm telling you. It's not a small thing. So I'm saying that there are many of us who the one who birthed you in Christ today is not even a Christian. He has basically he's drinking. But I'm saying that he's still your, your father in Christ. You have to go after him. The way Bishop Honest, Uncle, um, Uncle James, and all the rest, Auntie Betty, the way he honors them, always mention their name, because they did something to him where Christ is concerned. Hallelujah. No matter, no, no wonder he's being blessed like that. Number three, your spiritual father. This is a person who trains you in spiritual things. You know, Bishop is not my heavenly father. He's not my, uh, what? Father in Christ. But he's my father in ministry. And for most of us, he's our father in ministry. If you are in this church and you are doing something in the church, you are doing something in ministry, he's your father in ministry. Because without him introducing us to these things, you will just be a pure woman in the church. Check, ask the one next to you. Are you a pure woman? Because there are some people who are still pure women. Eh? You are not my enemy. This girl's here. Ask her, are you a pure woman? What did she say? She said no. I said, what does she do? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you go on visitation, it's the work of the ministry. It's somebody who has birthed you in that. Amen? Some of you, your shepherds, your pastors, if you are singing in the choir, it's somebody who encourages you to do that work of ministry. <laughs> amen? I say amen. If you are given opportunity to moderate the service, eh? you, have been, you have been birthed in the ministry. Somebody... <laughs> It's your father in ministry. Hallelujah. He said, often fathers in ministry are confused with fathers in Christ and spiritual fathers. They are very different. Are you with me? Many of us, until we came into this church, were not doing anything in the ministry. You just go to church. When they close, you go home. But through this church, many of us, our lives have become more meaningful. Because a lot of lives are very useless. So. You go home and you go, what are you going to do? Maybe you prepare your notes or whatever for this week. And then what else? Nothing. But as you have come here, you have been taught, go and visit somebody after church. Amen? After church, pass somewhere and visit somebody. You are organized. Pray for somebody. Hallelujah. 
Think about others. Not only about yourself. Are you with me? If Jesus Christ thought about himself only, he wouldn't have gone on the cross for us. But he thought about others. God thought about others. That's why the Bible says, for God so loved the world. God thought about others. He loved the world. Others. He gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. He could have kept his son and they could have had fun. But he thought about others. Amen. And the same way, Bishop Dag has sacrificed a lot. He has given up a lot just to birth people in the ministry. I think as he's left, his family is going crusade round round. Do you think you do you think you are the only one who enjoys the presence of your wife? Eh? I said, do you think you are the only one who enjoys sitting down with your wife at the dining table? You think some of us, we don't know that it is nice. I'm asking you a question. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> eh? <laughs> you think we are, we are blind or, or we, we don't know that it is also nice? It is nice. Amen? I said, it is nice. Young man, what is your name? Hmm? David. Yes. The man after God's heart. I say, it is nice to sit down with your wife over dining table and eat. And when you finish, you drink juice. And you drink tea. It is very nice. But many of us sacrifice all those things. And also, you are being asked, look, it is not just you, but others. What you can do also to bet others. Because a lot has been done to bet you in the church. And in the ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. A father who has birthed you in the ministry is a very, very powerful somebody you should respect. And this church, we know Bishop Dag has birthed us in the ministry. Hallelujah. I love and respect him there because without, if I had not met him, you know, I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and what? Working in the church. But as I have come into this church, that work is a different work. If not, by now I'll be the finance head for my church, finance committee, and always challenging the pastor of the projects he wants to do. But by the grace of God, I say by the grace of God, me, myself, I'm doing the projects. <laughs> Amen. I said, what, me, myself, I'm doing the projects because the presence of Bishop Dag in my life. Amen. Your father in the ministry. Your father in the ministry is a very, very important person. First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 2. Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith. Is that saying my own son in the ministry? Grace and peace. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father. And Jesus Christ, our Lord. What did Paul say? My own son in the faith. So that, you could see that Paul here was a father in ministry where Timothy was concerned. Is that not the case? In the same, then 2 Timothy 1 2, the same, it's all 1 2, 1 2. He said to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace. From God the Father 
and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Wow. I say, wow. wow. So you see somebody, because that Paul was a father in the ministry. Amen? He was a father in the ministry. And you can see the things that he was wishing for Timothy. He was wishing grace. He was calling my beloved son. My beloved son. Hey, may your father in ministry call you my beloved son. Amen. Or my beloved daughter. Amen. When my father in ministry says something good about something that I've done, oh, there's peace really comes into my life. That I sent him a pictures of the projects. Says very nice. Since then I've been sleeping. I can't even wake up when I sleep. <laughs> Before then I couldn't sleep. <laughs> when I sleep, I've been thinking about project, 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 project. I've been thinking of sugar copper, thinking about kita. Ura ura. Are they doing the compound? I've been thinking about the, 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 the whether there's enough offering money. To even send this week. I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. Oh. But when I send it, he said, very nice. I was so happy. May your father in ministry say something nice about you. I said, may your father in ministry say something nice about you. And many of us have to become fathers in ministry to a lot of people. Many lives that come to this church, there must be meaning to their lives. When you bust someone, you are busting somebody to church, and the person doesn't go to school, and you are still busting the person. What is wrong with you? And what is wrong with you? Why? Help the person to go to school. Help the person to become something. You see, when the person goes to school and he learns, the person becomes more intelligent. The person now will begin to help you to bust others. Are you with me? But don't just be busting the person as if he's a slave. I'm talking to you, Basenta leader. I'm talking to you, um, what do you call it? What are, the, what are the titles that you people have? What are your titles? CEO. Chief officer. Consistency overseer. And then what else? Regional coordinators. Hey! They are very powerful titles. <laughs> Help somebody to become something. Amen? I'm telling you, God will hold us responsible. I'm telling you. That you are pastoring somebody and his life is not improving. Very soon, he would want to have a wife. And his life has not improved. He's going to ask you money for the engagements. <laughs> Next, number five, your biological father. Your what? Biological father. Your biological father. There was a tailor living near Accra Academy. He said, he said, <laughs> it is his biology at Accra Academy. <laughs> so people name him biology. <laughs> it's called Martin. They call Martin biology. Your biological father. Your biological father is your father. You can't do anything about it. Whether he took care of you or not, he's still your father. Are you with me? Whether he took you to school or not, he's still your father. Yes, he has done something very, very bad by running away when uh, your mother got pregnant, but he's still your father. 
Your biological father can be a drunkard, it's your father. Are you with me? You cannot deny it. You can you see all these fathers I'm describing. You cannot wake up one day and say it's no more. One of these uh, our former friends, former um, family members. Somebody said, ah, Bishop Doug is your father. How can he be? It's not my father. It's not my father. They mentioned his father's name. My father's name is Mister Alky. Why? Then he mentioned the, the name. Bishop Doug can never be my father. Meanwhile, the person trained you. He trained you. He taught you. He appointed you a pastor. He ordained you a reverend. Consecrated you a bishop. He honored you. Gave you work to do. Bought a car for you. This gave you a place to stay. You cannot deny. A father is forever. And that's why I'm teaching you all these fathers. So that one day when your high fever comes. I said so that one day when your high fever comes. You will not open your mouth and say. He is no more my father. All these fathers are very important. So if there's any blessings that come out of relating with the father, all these come in, all these come in, all these come in, all these come in. Your biological father. A lot of you don't take care of your biological fathers. You are sitting in a car. Sit down, you are blocking people's views. You are sitting in a car and you are eating trophy. And your father is in the village. Drinking water from the river that has been polluted by mining. And you are sitting comfortably in Accra. Taking ladies to Chinese restaurants. Decide from today that every month you will send something to your father. To honor him. I was asking the first service, something has changed. When we were growing up, our fathers were waiting for us to finish school to take care of them. Now we have finished school, we are working, and we have given birth. We are now also now taking care of our children. Instead of we waiting for them to take care of us. Everything has changed. Amen? Everything has changed. But I'm saying to you, that if you don't honor your biological father, there is a curse that is following you. Are you with me? Despite the father, he did not take care of you. He's still your father. I say he's still your father. Look at the relationship between Saul and David. David still saw him as a father figure. He still saw him as the anointed of the Lord. No, the guy was crazy. No, but the guy was crazy. But I still saw him as what? The anointed of the Lord. So your father may be a drunkard, but he's still your father. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Eh? You cannot deny it. One day, my father's friend, his son went to impregnate somebody. And the people didn't come. Ah, I think, I'm sure they contacted him. He was denying. Ah. Till the child was born. They were expecting that he would come and do uh, one week naming. He didn't come. So they fought. Some weeks later, they, they came to the father. And the father called my father to come and sit in the matter. 
So the mother, the girl come, came with the people with a child. So my father asked his friend's child, young man, did you have something to do with this girl? He said, yes. When was it? <laughs> it was several times, not once. <laughs> so he asked the young man, in time, do you collect your things and take away? <laughs> My father asked him, in time, do you collect your things away? <laughs> Whatever I went to deposit, you collect it and go. The young man was trying to laugh. He said, no, no, he said, serious. You didn't collect. Well, then my brother looked <laughs> he looked at the baby. You see, this is my, it was also my, my buddy, we used to go to the, somewhere together. <laughs> Not a bad place. A work, workplace. He said, this guy is left-handed. The child is left-handed. When you see the child's face my father looked at the child's face and looked at the boy I'm sure he was looking forehead to forehead eyes to eyes nose to nose mouth to mouth chin to chin ears to ears then the everybody was quiet he kept on looking and he would look He said, <laughs> he said to the, <laughs> his friend's son, he said he's in Ghana. He said, this one, you cannot deny. There is no way you pass. This child <laughs> is both a carbon copy and a photocopy. Don't need DNA to do. So my father said, no, 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 no. Can't deny it's your child, <laughs> so you cannot deny that somebody is your father, right. amen. If you have to do a spiritual dissection, eh, you will find the person's spiritual input inside of you. That's why, as some people have left the church, they are still watching me. Every Sunday they go from church to church. They target the big cathedrals to listen to what we are saying. If you are watching me, I am saying to you that Bishop Doug birthed you in the ministry. You cannot deny. <laughs> Is that what? Onye o deny. But when we see the thing I'm trying to do, that's why some of them, they even come and plant churches near our churches. Because they can't go far. You can't go anywhere. Are you, are you, are you understand what I'm saying? So fathers are forever. Amen. So your biological father, you have to take care of your biological father. You have to honor your biological father. You have to honor him. Amen. Don't be sitting down and enjoying and then your father is suffering. It's a case. I say it's a what? Let me finish quickly. Number six, your substitute father. 
Sometimes biological fathers are not available because they are dead, divorced, or have simply abandoned their children. Many people grow up in non-ideal situations, and God raises people to do the work of fathering. Bishop gave a story of this very powerful uh, specialist, doctor. You know, he was saying how he grew up with, you know, a stepfather or a substitute father, as it's called here. He said that, look, maybe if my father had not died, I may not be what I am today. Because at times you look at some of the children that their father had brought, they said they are not amounted to anything. So you that were, in fact, I know one guy like that. I'll mention the country he lives in because he may be watching me. I met him, I relate with him, you know, communications is abroad. Very, very powerful, chartered accountant, doing very well. And he was telling me a story. Where they come from in the Volta region somewhere, the mother got pregnant before, you know, parents came in and he was given birth. They rejected him. Is there a place that they do that? Everywhere in the Volta region. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not, I mean, I mean, guns will not reject you. He said they reject, I mean, like they rejected him, crowd. So he can't, not even to stay with them. Is that so? Oh, me, my guy, we don't do that. I don't know which guy you are, you belong to. <laughs> and they rejected the young man. Outright. Outright. To the extent that as a child, they had to go and stay with some nuns. Wow. Yeah. The father now married the mother. Yes, the father married the mother. So, the, you know, but still, he's not a eligible child. Yes. Girls, when you, your father admire your mother, oh, they'll take you. But because of what he did before the marriage, okay, this guy stayed with nuns. But now he's grown up. He's become Catholic nuns. He's become a He went to school of admin. He's done chartered accountants. He's worked with the, one of the big five. He's doing very well. But meanwhile, the children that came after him, who? Oh, they are still in the village. They are still where? In the village. Roasting cassava by uh, stones. <laughs> so you could see that he was now fostered or parented by substitutes. Now he's become powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. The next father is father-in-law. Those of you who quarrel with your father-in-law. Because your son has said something, say, and this one is your father-in-law. Who told you? Your father who told you? Come and say this. But normally people don't have problems with father-in-laws. Normally it's mother-in-laws. But today is not Mother's Day, so let's 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 leave that. That. <laughs> father-in-laws are always very nice. Bishop tells a story of how his father-in-law advised him. He had a business, a track business, and he was traveling abroad. The father-in-law called him, advised him. Park the truck. But the father and Lord has done some, no, that same business before. He said, just park the truck. Go where you are going. When you come back, the truck will be there for you. He said, okay. But he didn't do it. He said he, was, he had already calculated the daily sales that the truck would bring him. And he couldn't afford to miss the daily sales. As he was going for a month, calculated times 30. No. So the truck was working. Once he was away. 
He said, when he came back, one day he was there. He said, some people are looking for him. When he came back, they were this man. What is it? They say, you owe us. I owe you what? Not knowing the track got spoiled and they have to repair Cabrita, they have to repair the tipi moto and things. Hey! He said he went through the most serious financial crisis of his life. He's never gone through such crisis before. All because he didn't listen to who? His father-in-law. I wish I had a father-in-law because I hear he was a very, very intelligent man. My wife didn't give me a father-in-law. My mother, others benefited from my father-in-law. He was a very nice man. I was retrospectively looking forward to having a chat with him. But it never happened. Yeah. So if you have a father-in-law, thank God. Amen. When I was marrying, I didn't have a father. I didn't have a father-in-law too. I have only mothers. You know mothers, they're not easy. <laughs> now my, If you look in Exodus, how Moses' father-in-law Jethro advised him, the counsel he gave him. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. These Midianites, they were not uh, born again, in, in quote, but he still had what respect for the priest of Midian, his father-in-law. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, if it, you see, if Moses, as you know, Moses asked, he, you know, look, I'm not interested in these flock things. You know, I'm not interested in what? This flock. He wouldn't have gone to the backside to meet God there. But as he was working for his father in law, he met the heavenly father himself. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Number eight, the father of a church. I will not go deep into it because we all know that. Bishop Doug is the father of this church. Amen. He's our father. And you see, look, he's a father. It is you who don't come near. But, and don't say we are, there are a lot of people, so you're not going. There are people here who go to him personally. They book appointment, they go and see him personally, you know. And he speaks into their life. He blesses them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Most of us, we are always hiding. We become like Adam and Eve. Look at, we are, are you looking forward to the next 21 days of glory? Yeah. <laughs> Your expectation is very low. If he's listening to this uh, service, he said, this book, they are not expecting me. I say, are you looking forward to the next 21 days of glory? Your shouting is too low. The ban on drumming and noise making is over. <laughs> you see, look, 90% of the church are sitting down. They're not looking forward to it. I've been preaching for some time now, and you are still sitting down. I wanted you to get up small for blood to flow from your bum bum to your legs. <laughs> you are sitting on your blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I say, are you looking forward to 21 days of glory? Yes. Number nine, the father of a movement. I'm closing soon. I don't know why you are sitting down. Hey, you like sitting down. 
They will tell you you are sitting down, even aeroplane, aeroplane that is moving in the air. After when you are, you are flying, you have to be getting up to stretch your legs. Stretch your legs. Those of you who have not traveled before, I'm telling you. You go and sit down, boom, like this thing. Uh, block, block on the seat. You have to get down. So as I'm preaching, some revelation comes. You need to get up and, and be excited. Whether you get up or not, I'm finishing now. The father of a movement, Bishop Dark is the father of this movement. Hallelujah. This movement is unique because many of the existing men of God in his days when he started, they rejected him. So they had to depend on God himself. And so through God, he has created this movement. Hallelujah. And he cares for us. You see, when somebody cares for you, you have to listen to the person's instructions. A lot of you pastors, you have not done your medicals for this year. Meanwhile, it's an instruction in this church from our father that we should all do our medicals once a year. And we arrange discounts at the hospital for you to go and do. You know, still not go. Some people say, oh me, I am slim, so there's nothing wrong with me. I am what? I am slim, so there's nothing wrong with me. Last two weeks, we did medical talk. Dr. Tamate spoke. Prof. He said he himself got uh, uh, dictated his cholesterol level was high, where, where was high, but he was very slim, like half me. <laughs> and then even um, Doctor Stadas also said the same thing. And you are looking at your body, say you are slim. We who are fat, we should go and do. You be there. Amen. So this is a father who cares. Amen. Galatians chapter 3 verse 7, I'm closing. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. So it goes that Abraham was the father of the faith movement. Amen. Number one, he received righteousness through faith. He accounted him Righteous because of a faith that he exhibited. He received a child, even at an old age. So Abraham is the father of the faith movement. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And Bishop Doug is the father of this movement. Amen. Finally, there's a type of father. You see, all this, apart from Heavenly Father and Biological Father, I think Bishop Doug occupies almost all. Maybe you take out Father in Christ. But here, he has led a lot of us here to the Lord. Amen? And if you give your life to Christ in this church, he's your Father in Christ. Hallelujah. So, so far, out of the nine, he has having seven. Father-in-law. He's not a father-in-law. The daughters in the house that you are marrying, who are... <laughs> I said, the daughters in the house that you are marrying, <laughs> are they for you? <laughs> Finally, your father in sin. Father in what? I don't think they should call fathers. But of course, the one who introduced you to like ministry, the one who introduced you to ministry, the one who birthed you in ministry. So the people who have been birthed into sin, birthed into smoking, birthed into chasing girls, 
Is that the case? There are people who have, have been birthed into watching pornography. Bigmama.com. That's the the person sent the person sent the link the link of bigmama.com to you. There's another another link, slimanti.com. <laughs> hey, some people say, ah, you are going to check. These days, the world has become very dangerous. You are watching, you are listening to, um, you know, Christian preaching. But then I realize somebody has come. Pop-up has come. At times, people send me a message. The person says, hello. When you check the person's profile, you will see that it's a lady. But it's not true. It's not true. See, I mean, if you see the ladies, the, the way the ladies are dressed, you can see that you are being tricked. And some of, there are people who are falling into these things. One of our own pastors doing COVID. When we're doing, what do you call the thing we're doing? Online. The flow survey. But there's something where, when we're seeing the wasenta and things, something, party. What do you call that party? Watch party. He got himself in with some lady. I'm telling you. He wasn't a lady. He was a guy. The person will send you things. Stupidly, he also sent things. I'm telling you, it was not easy for him. It was not easy for him at all. So now they took the picture and said to him that they want this amount of money. I think he paid the first one. Then they the blackmail, they blackmail him. So the matter came to me. I said, you shouldn't pay anything. Did he pay the first one? He's paid the first one. I said, don't pay anything. Look, tell your wife you have been stupid. <laughs> tell your wife you've been what? Stupid. You have been very foolish and you have fallen into this thing. Tell the person, you can do what you have told my wife. You can do what you want. <laughs> Otherwise, they keep on coming for your money. They'll blackmail you. So be very, very careful. So I'm saying, I want to say the fathers of sin, they have multiplied. They have increased. In our days, you have to go through a lot of effort to see pornography. But these days, oh, you can relax and... It is even coming to you. And some people even come to church and they'll be watching pornography at the back. Hallelujah. What is the first father? Heavenly father. Father number two. Father in Christ. Don't forget your father in Christ. And I'm saying some of them may have backslidden, but they are still your father in Christ. Pray for them. Look out for them. Number three. Spiritual father. Amen. They all introduce you to spiritual things. How to speak in tongues. How to do your quiet time, etc. Number four, Father, what in the ministry? And we don't have any doubt who are Father in the ministries. Hallelujah. God bless him. God bless Bishop Doug. Number five, Biological Father. 
Whether he took care of you or not, he's your father. Amen? I said amen. amen. Number six. Substitute father. Your father wasn't there, but somebody stood in. Number seven. Father what? Father-in-law. Don't forget Bishop's story. Amen. Number eight. Father of a church. And who is the father of our church? Number nine. Father of what? A movement. Who is the father of our movement? Oh, God bless him. God bless him. And then number ten. Father in sin. So when you see your father in sin, what will you do? Hallelujah. Now in Ephesians chapter 6, and let me read this scripture and I close. He says that children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. They say, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise. That's why I'm explaining to them, because there's somebody you may not remember, you may not know that he's your father. But I'm telling you, he's your father. Your father in Christ is your father. Amen? The father is blasting to doesn't mean he's not your father. Hallelujah. Amen. That it may be well with you, with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So all these fathers, it's not only your biological father that it applies to. I always warn people, don't call me father. Don't call me. These days, Christians always call people daddy. daddy. And you don't do the, anything that, that shows that you are a child of the person. Are you with me? If you call somebody daddy, 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 daddy you have to be ready to listen to the person. You have to be ready to honor the person's words. Are you understand what I'm saying? So don't go about daddy. I mean, what, 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 is, what has dropped into Christian home today? Everybody, daddy, daddy, daddy. And there are some young, young shepherds who are calling people their daughters. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. So all these blessings come upon you when you recognize and acknowledge the fathers that God has given to you. He said, you know, you, there are many instructors. The honor you give to an instructor is not the same honor you should give to a father. Amen? They are very, very different. Very, very different. So remember this, that there are many types of fathers who are in your life. Remember and honor them. And God will bless you. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Randele Manshikata. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you. Our Heavenly Father, we give you thanks. Thank you, Father. We declare that we love you. We declare. Father, we declare, Father, we declare that we love you. We declare our everlasting love for you. With every eye closed. No, Jesus Christ told us to pray. He said, pray like this, our heavenly Father. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
before you can call God your father you have to be birthed into God you have to be birthed into Christ Amen and this afternoon is a great opportunity to be birthed into Christ it's a great opportunity to be born again the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life the Bible says that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved you want to say pastor pray with me I want to accept Jesus Christ into my life today I want to be birthed into God that from today I can say my father which art in heaven wherever you are standing I want you just to lift your hand and say pastor pray with me I want to be born again I want to be birthed in Christ I want to give my life to Jesus lift your hand very high I want to see where I am God bless you lift it very high God bless you lift your hand the Bible says that when Jesus Christ was born wise men came looking for him it's only wise people who look for God the fool says in his heart there is no God but there is God lift your hand very high God bless you lift it very high I can't see where I am lift it God bless you thank you I want you to take one more step leave wherever you are and come to me here right now quickly thank you Jesus don't leave your back your book anything take anything you have and bring it hands for Jesus. You'll be amazed how God can make their lives beautiful. You'll be amazed how God can make their lives beautiful. If you come to church, always listen to the teachings. Your life will change. Say your life will change. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and pray this prayer after me. The Bible says that with the heart man believes unto salvation, but with the mouth confession is made. You believe unto righteousness, but with the mouth you confess unto salvation. 
So as you have believed, you have come forward. You are confessing Christ for your salvation. Maybe you are in the congregation, you couldn't come. You can also pray with us. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Today, I declare Jesus as the Lord and Master of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Say, wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life so that one day one day I will be with you thank you heavenly father for saving me in Jesus name Amen God bless you for listening to this message for more information on upcoming programs and events visit our Facebook page Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto you.